As a caregiver, you are going to need a break. So plan for that break. Also, you can use a wonderful person like Lori to help you find a wonderful care community, a residential care home for your loved one. And I always say plan ahead for this because God forbid something happens to you as a caregiver and you're in an emergency situation and you need to find a good community for your loved one. Welcome to Aging in Style with me, Lori Williams. I'm an optimist by nature, and I believe you can follow your dreams at any age. My grandmother's journey with dementia ignited a passion in me to work with seniors. I've spent the past 13 years learning about seniors and aging. In my mid-50s, I followed my own dream and founded my company, where I use my expertise to help seniors locate housing and resources. On this podcast, we cover all aspects of aging. Join us each week to meet senior living experts and inspirational seniors who are following their dreams. The fact is, we're all aging, so why not do it in style? Hi, welcome to another episode of Aging in Style with Lori Williams. I'm so glad that you're here because I have an amazing guest here with me today. If you're a regular listener, you know that this show is all about education, educating you on all different resources for senior living to senior services and kind of everything in between. And we also like to celebrate inspirational seniors and inspirational people who are helping our seniors live their best lives. And there's no one who fits that better than today's guest. Her name is Bronwyn Zilmer, and I've wanted to have her on the show for a while. We just sort of had to sync up our schedule. So here she is today. And let me just tell you a little bit about her. I'm just so excited for y'all to meet her and hear her story because it is amazing. Um, Bronwyn's dad passed away in 2010 from Alzheimer's disease, and he was only 63 years old. After that, she has made this her personal mission to help families who are dealing with this disease. She created and coordinates a weekly caregiver day out program. It's called the Oasis. It's in Louisville, Texas. And we're going to talk more about it in detail about her story, but also about the Oasis program. And we're also going to talk about this monthly caregiver support group that she facilitates. It's so important if you have a loved one with dementia, you're the caregiver, so important to be involved in some sort of caregiver support group. And so we're going to talk more about that. Bronwyn works with other churches and communities to help them create this caregiver day out program. Bronwyn has volunteered for the Alzheimer's Association for over 10 years as a member of the Speaker's Bureau and as a congressional ambassador to Congressman Burgess in 2012 and 2013. And she is a walk to end Alzheimer's committee member and chair. She's a busy lady, and she has just done some amazing things for our seniors and taken what is a difficult period in her life and made something absolutely beautiful out of it that helps so many others. So without further ado, let me introduce Bronwyn. Welcome to the show, Bronwyn. Thank you, Lori. I'm glad to be here. Thanks. Well, let's kind of get started. I've heard your story, and I think it's very powerful. And um, could you tell us your story, how this all came to be? Sure, absolutely. Um, As you said before, my dad 
was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease at an early age. She was 58 years old when we received that diagnosis. And my grandmother, his mother had had Alzheimer's disease as well. And my great grandmother. So we had a little bit of a family history there, but they did not show signs as early as my dad did. Um, my mom passed away six months after my dad's diagnosis, which she had a long battle with cancer. And I will say this, I had the most incredible parents in the world, and I'm so thankful that I had them for as long as I did, but I became dad's primary caregiver after mom passed away. And it was an honor to take care of my dad, but it was most definitely the most difficult thing I have ever done in my entire life. And I'm sure many caregivers out there can relate to that. My brother was also a help, but he was seven years younger than me and was still in college when dad passed away. So um, I found myself in a unique situation at 29 years old of taking care of a parent with dementia. That is, that's amazing. And did you have young kids at the time too? Yes. So about a year and a half after dad was diagnosed, I had my first daughter. And so it was, yeah, it was very challenging taking care of an infant and taking care of my dad. And when my mom passed away, dad was still living at home. I would say he was in the early to mid stages of the disease. Fortunately, I was able to quit my job and taking care of dad became my full-time job. So for a while, um, I was able to go over and take care of him at home. And then we went through the process of after my daughter Reese was born, we brought in somebody to take care of dad at home. And then when she was about nine months old, we moved dad into a memory care community and went through the process of taking care of him in a community. And I still felt like I was his primary caregiver when he was at that community because uh, Reese and I would go see him every day, but it, it was a challenge. I mean, taking care of him at home, finding somebody good to take care of him at home, and then transferring him into a community setting too was, was difficult. Yeah, absolutely. And at such a, a young age, I mean, that's a lot to be thrown into as a caregiver. Um, but it's interesting that you've walked kind of through the whole thing. You did the at home, you were taking care of him, then you had the home in-home caregivers and then into yes. the community. So you've seen the whole uh, gamut of it. So right. what inspired you to start the OASIS program? And we'll have them tell, actually tell us about the OASIS program and what sure. it is. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, um, first, I wanted to say that when I was taking care of dad, we participated in a early stage Alzheimer's support group. Um, and it was actually the Alzheimer's Association in Fort Worth. And both dad and I attended and we would kind of get together with um, caregivers and their loved ones. And then the group would split apart and I would go to my support group and dad would stay with the folks who had dementia. And it was just a lifeline for us. I was hesitant to go to a support group at first, but then I was so thankful that I did because I found out that I wasn't alone and that I could get advice from others that were going through a similar circumstance. So 
I knew when I was taking care of dad that after our journey was over, I definitely wanted to help people that were living through the same circumstance. Support group was so helpful to me that after dad passed away, about a year later, I started a caregiver support group, which I still have today. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I also knew I wanted to do something tangible to help caregivers. So that's where the Oasis came from. And the Oasis is a program, a caregiver day out program that meets at First Baptist Louisville on Thursdays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Caregivers get to drop their loved ones off. Their loved ones um, must have a diagnosis of Alzheimer's or related dementia. So anywhere from mild cognitive impairment, Alzheimer's, Lewy body, vascular dementia, frontal temporal dementia, Loved ones get to drop them off for four hours and it's a free program and we do all sorts of fun activities. So we do discussion, we have music, we have a wonderful lunch every week, we play games. Our goal is to create moments of joy and just have lots and lots of fun. And I mentioned before, I started this program with the intention of giving the caregivers a break. And it is, it's a wonderful benefit to the caregivers because they get a four hour break from taking care of their loved ones. But what I discovered along the way is the benefit this is for the folks who have dementia. It has become their group. And it was clear from the beginning how much these folks need a group because they are still here. They are still members of our community and they are still living and they're still able to have joy and fun. And um, the Oasis has given them a group. That's wonderful. And having been to the Oasis, I can tell you, it's just, it's a really special place. And I, I love what you're doing it's not that they just go there and kind of all hang out. You have an actual program, you know, kind of go through a day, what that looks like or sure. the four hours. Sounds good. Well, uh, first, I, I wanted to say that we pair up our participants in the program with a volunteer. So we have a one-to-one ratio of participants to volunteers. And that volunteer is their friend for the day. We don't talk a lot about dementia. We don't make a distinction that this is a volunteer and this is a person with dementia. We are just all there to be friends and have fun. And truly, we all become friends. So um, each week we have a different theme And we start out the day in a discussion circle. So, for example, this week we're celebrating Halloween and um, we'll talk about Halloween memories. You know, hey, do you like to dress up? Do you remember going trick or treating as a child? Uh, Did your mom make you check your candy? (laughs) You know, all, all those kind of fun memories. And we just go around the discussion circle and everyone gets to participate in kind of reliving memories. After that, we always go to a time of music. And um, this week, for example, we have a senior tap dancing company that is coming in to entertain us. Um, Some weeks, our pastor at the church comes in and plays the guitar and uh, leads us in old hymns. We've had uh, an Elvis impersonator in, you know, we just have wonderful musical entertainment every week and it's always an interactive time and music is such a special time for our folks with dementia. And then after music, we have lunch 
Um, our church kitchen provides lunch, or we have wonderful vendors like Lori <laughs> and, um, and other companies that have walked alongside us to partner with us to provide lunch for our group. After that, uh, we have exercise time. We have chair aerobics and what I like to call the best chair aerobics in all of DFW, if not the nation. We just have a, we turn our chair aerobics into a really fun, interactive time. And um, we just, again, we like to create moments of joy, even through exercise. After that, it kind of depends on the theme for the day. But we might play bingo. Oh, we usually have a wonderful craft. I have a wonderful volunteer who creates these awesome crafts. And we just have a really good time with our crafts every week. So we usually do a craft and then we may play games. A couple of weeks ago, we celebrated the state fair. So we had our own Oasis state fair and we played carnival games, which was really fun. And um, at the end of the day, we kind of come back together for a time of discussion and we play a game called Finish the Line or um, we play balloon games. But anyway, every week is different and we have we have a great time. I love what you do. And I, I wish that I had time to come and volunteer every Thursday. I'm kind of jealous of my husband because he does get to go and uh, volunteer. He goes every other week as a volunteer. And I mean, the whole program is amazing, but what's amazing is what the volunteers get out of it too. And uh, I know my husband, his mother passed very young and she did not have dementia, but she had a brain tumor. And when they took the tumor out, she became like she had dementia, very short-term memory loss, a, a lot of things that you know, you would, you would see in someone with dementia. So I know for him, it's been really special to give back to others who were walking that journey with someone you know, having to care for them. And I think it's very, very powerful. So tell us about our volu- about your volunteers. Like how do people come to you to volunteer and talk a little bit about the process they go through? Yes, we're so thankful to you and to Mark um, for volunteering at our program. But yes, like you said, It is amazing. Once I get a volunteer in the door, it's easy to see the fruits of your labor uh, when volunteering at Oasis. And, you know, I had a volunteer send me an email. She's a new volunteer. She sent me an email a couple weeks ago and she said, you know, Bronwyn, you always talk about how this program is a benefit to your participants and to their caregivers. But she said, you don't talk a lot about what this program means to volunteers. And she said it has become such a a light in her life. And she said, it's just so amazing to be around such a wonderful group of people to where she feels like she is needed. But also, it's just a unique program where we all get to get together and get to know each other and share stories about our lives, which really makes it kind of a unique, unique program, even for our volunteers. So if you want to volunteer for the Oasis, you do not have to be an expert in dementia. Of course, it helps if you've taken care of someone with dementia, but really, I just want enthusiastic, caring volunteers who um, have a heart for our senior community. And all you have to do is email me or call me 
And the volunteers do have to fill out a background check. But after that, I do a about hour and a half training with all of our volunteers to just get them up to speed with the program and do some training um, on how to interact with folks who have dementia. And that's all you have to do. And I did get to go through the training and it was it was so wonderful. It was so great to really get in there and learn about the program too. And learn, that's how I really learned your whole story, which was just fascinating to me and why I knew I had to have you on the podcast. <laughs> so do other churches offer programs like this, like Oasis? Yes. So there are some other churches in the area that offer programs like Oasis. Um, there's Horizon Unitarian Church in Carrollton has a program called Candlelighters that meets on Fridays. There is a program in Denton called Stepping Stones, and I I don't think that they are back up and running yet because of COVID, but there are also some programs in Dallas. There's one at Wilshire Baptist Church. There's one at Highland Park Methodist. And um, there's another program at North Park Presbyterian called Casa de Vida. Thankfully, uh, some of these programs were already in place before Oasis. And so I was able to go and visit those programs and kind of pick and choose what I liked out of those programs to create Oasis. And through the Oasis, we've been able to help other programs get started. So we help the programs at Wilshire and Highland Park Methodist get started. But I would love to share our program with other places of faith in the community or community centers to help get other programs started like the Oasis, because there's such a need. At the Oasis, I didn't mention this earlier, we have 28 participants in our program, and we usually were kind of maxed out at that amount, and um, we have a waiting list. So we would love for other programs in the community to get started to fill that need. Oh, absolutely. Because there is such a need for it. So, um, so yeah. So if anyone's out there listening and wants to start one, contact Bronwyn because she has a waiting list at her program. So we definitely need more of these. So tell us a little about the caregiver support group and what advice, like maybe your top three tips that you give people who are caregivers for someone with dementia. So I have a caregiver support group that meets um, in person on the first Friday of the month from 10 to 1130 at First Baptist Louisville. And then I also have a virtual caregiver support group that meets um, on Zoom on the third Friday of every month from 10 to 1130 as well. Um, During COVID, we met on Zoom. And what was great about that is it opened our support group up to um, caregivers who may not be able to leave the home. And so they can still participate in a caregiver support group. Um, I, and this, this really ties into my top three bits of advice for any caregiver. And that first bit of advice is you cannot do this alone and you don't have to do it alone. So please find a support group that works for you. I can't tell you how many caregivers come and they say, oh, I was really hesitant on coming to this support group, but I'm so glad I came because if your friends and family have not been through this before, they do not understand what you're going through. But there is a community of caregivers out there that do understand what you're going through. And it is so wonderful to go to a caregiver support group where you can vent 
you can laugh, you can cry, you can ask questions. And um, so I just encourage you to come to a support group and come sooner than later. That's my second bit of advice. Join a support group sooner than later. Have your loved one join a program like Oasis sooner than later because they get such a benefit out of these programs. I have some participants that come to Oasis that still drive. So they drive themselves to Oasis. That is how early stage they are. And they love Oasis. They will not miss a week. It is such a benefit to them. So look into programs like the Oasis and look into support groups from the moment you get a diagnosis. The other bit of advice I'd like to give as a caregiver is be prepared and give yourself a break. And those two things tie into each other. So I always say, if you've met one person with Alzheimer's, you've met one person with Alzheimer's. Everyone's journey is different, which can be a little frustrating because you do not know what the future will bring. You do not know when your loved one is going to have a significant decline in their cognitive ability. So what you can do is you can plan for the future. And probably what you will need in the future is you will need help at home or you may need to move your loved one into a care facility at some point. So what I say is even if you don't need care at home right now, you should plan on needing care at home. And uh, that usually starts with maybe a caregiver coming in a couple times a week for three to four hours and it gives you as a caregiver a break. Or you plan ahead by finding a program like the Oasis, which gives you as a caregiver a break. As a caregiver, you are going to need a break. So plan for that break. Um, Also, you can use a wonderful person like Lori to help you find a wonderful care community, a residential care home for your loved one. And I always say plan ahead for this because God forbid something happens to you as a caregiver and you're in an emergency situation and you need to find a good community for your loved one. Before you get to that emergency situation, go ahead and tour homes. Know the homes in the area that you feel comfortable with. So if there is an emergency situation and you feel comfortable with the home your loved one is going to. I think that is excellent advice. And um, I can tell you last week, we had an incident very much like that with one of my uh, team members had a call where a lady was in her 90s and she had dementia and her son was her caregiver and all the other family lived out of state, like they lived in Alaska. So not just like, you know, a state over, there was no backup plan and he passed away suddenly from a heart attack and thankfully they had good neighbors who were able to you know, step in while we got a caregiver in place over there. And then we found a care home for her to move to. But, but that is such great advice to not put it off, to have a plan from the very beginning. You know, Research, once you get the diagnosis, research to see if there's a program like Oasis, research um, in-home caregivers, what that looks like, how much that costs. And go at, like you said, Bronwyn, go and tour some of these places so you know what's out there and you have a plan. Absolutely. And a lot of caregivers feel very alone. And I have many caregivers that contact me and say, I I don't know what resources I have in my area. So I always encourage people to go to the Alzheimer's Association 
website because they have um, a list of available resources in the area. And I also encourage people to work with a senior care advisor like you, Lori, who is the expert on care communities and also is very connected in the community with all sorts of care resources. When you are dealing with senior care, there are so many companies out there and there are so many different communities out there and styles of communities from large communities to medium-sized communities to residential care homes. It's very hard to navigate that as an individual. When we were looking for a home for my dad, I did it on my own and I visited so many different places. And it was very hard for me to decipher which was a good community and which was a bad community. And so working with somebody like Lori can help take a lot of that guesswork out of the equation. And it would have been very valuable for me <laughs> when, when I was trying to find the right place for my dad, because frankly, we found the wrong place for him. The first community we moved him into. And thankfully, we found another wonderful community in the area that we were much more comfortable with. But it was a nightmare while he was at the first community. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's a very difficult thing to navigate on your own because, like you said, you don't know which is going to be the right fit for him. Is he going to be a better fit, or your family member can be a better fit in a larger community or in a small care home? And there's so many places out there that it does become overwhelming. I mean, there's so many factors to consider. Um, there's you know different budgets everywhere. Some of these places are very expensive. Some are a little more economical. So, and like you said, you don't know which ones are a good place and which are are not you know such a great place. So that is you know a good point to work with an expert. You know, like my my business, and we're happy to help. And it's a free service as well. So I know that you have a lot of people that you can answer this on this question. But is there an inspirational senior in your life? Oh, goodness. It is really hard to narrow that down because I have lots of inspirational (laughs) seniors in my life. I will say many of my volunteers are an inspiration to me. Since I lost my parents early in life, um, I feel like I have all these new parents and and volunteers because I have a lot of volunteers that are my would have been my parents' age. And they're all an inspiration to me. But also, I would say my participants are such an inspiration to me. So in fact, just yesterday, I was visiting with one of my participants, her name is Elaine. And she has moved into a memory care place and I have two other former participants in the Oasis that live at this, um, at the senior care community. And Anyway, I was talking with Elaine and she lost her train of thought. And she said, you know, this dementia stuff really stinks, but I've just decided that I have to keep living and my true friends don't mind if I repeat myself. And I said, we absolutely don't, Elaine. So she just has this wonderful, positive attitude um, that you just have to keep on keeping on. And and I think that's the case, whether you have dementia or you don't have dementia, we just have to keep on keeping on and have a positive attitude in, in the meantime. Absolutely. And you know, Bronwyn, I love that you took something that was a, a difficult time, a challenging time in your life, and you turned it into something so positive and that gives back and helps so many other people in the community. Well, thank you. I mean, none of us know what our route in life is going to be. 
And I certainly did not see this is my future. Um, before my dad had Alzheimer's, I was in the business community. I had a job of managing software implementations. I, I felt like my career was, it was on the right path. And that's where I thought I was going to be as a computer consultant, um, helping companies out. But I will tell you this, my life took a dramatically different turn. And I, of course, wish that my dad was still here and that he was healthy. But I am thankful that I learned so much through this experience with my dad and helping other people has blessed my life and and fulfilled my life in a way that I never thought it could. Absolutely. And I know your parents are so proud of you. Absolutely. So tell us how someone could contact the OASIS program to learn more either about becoming a participant or volunteering or starting a program in their area. Sure. You can give me a call. My phone number is 214-394-4721, or you can send me an email. My email address is Bronwyn, B-R-O-N-W-E-N, Zilmer, Z-I-L-M-E-R, at gmail.com. You can also on our church website, it's fbclewisville.org. There is under the care um, part at the top of the website, you can um, access my contact information and information about Oasis and our support group there. But yeah, you just have to reach out to me. I also wanted to mention our program is open to everyone in the community. You do not have to be a member of our church and you do not have to be a member of our church to volunteer either. One of the things I love so much about Oasis is we have people from all different faiths in the community that are a part of Oasis. And uh, in this day and age where We have so many people with different opinions and whatnot. Uh, I love that Oasis is this place that we all come together for a common cause. That's so beautiful. I love it. Well, Bronwyn, I appreciate you being on the show so much and sharing all this information. I know it's so helpful to others. And, you know, for people who don't know that this exists, that there are resources and that it's a free resource. So that's, uh, it's just beautiful what you're doing. So thank you so much. Thank you. You know, one last thing I wanted to mention that I didn't mention before is we have folks of all ages in our Oasis program. So my youngest participant is 40 years old who has a rare form of frontal lobe dementia, but all the way to 98 years old. So everyone is welcome at the Oasis. Absolutely. So it doesn't matter your age. You just have to have a diagnosis of dementia and you don't have to be a member of the church or you don't have to be, you can be any faith. So I I love it. Absolutely. Completely inclusive. (laughs) So thank you again. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you for listening to today's podcast and please share this information with your families and friends. And you can find out more resources on my website, which is lauriewilliams-seniorservices.com. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.